The vision to possess the nations rests on the vibrancy of the local church. When Jesus said, I will build my church, he hinted that the church is going to have an opposition in the devil. So if the church is going to have an opposition in the devil himself, then the church must be built to be strong. We must remember that the church has been anointed for a purpose. The church must be an advancing church. The church militants to the stand and when they get to where the gates is, the gates will open to it. This is where real practical ministry and congregational life exists. As Christians, we must be upright and whole. We must work towards meeting God's standard. Because for God, he will never lower his standard. Our members are our greatest resource and in their strength, we find strength. Rouse the warriors. Cause them to stop sleeping in the nations, in the churches. Some are sleeping. Others are in slumber. Cause them to stop sleeping. Welcome to Pentecost Hour, a religious broadcast of the Church of Pentecost that seeks to strengthen the local church through the word and prayer to be strong, cohesive, and impactful. Pentecost Hour, God's timely word for our dying world. Possessing the nations. Agent of transformation. An agent of transformation. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy Father's Day to you, brothers. I pray that the good Lord will grant you the needed grace and wisdom to manage your homes. May you prosper the works of your hands. That you will be the father that your children and all of us will be proud of. Happy Father's Day to you. God bless you. So how offenses come? The causes of offenses could be real or imaginal. It could be direct or indirect. Causes of offenses we have said could be real or imaginal. It could be direct or indirect. We saw an example of real and direct Great offense in Hannah you when Penina actually offended her. You Hannah Penina Hannah We saw that in Absalom's case, the offense was real, but indirect. It was not the actual person who was offended, but because Tamar was a sister, he shared in the offense, took vengeance at even his brother. Then we said that offense could also be imaginary. Then we cited Saul as an example. When the woman sang that Saul has killed his thousand, David, his tens of thousands, the Bible says that he taught that they will even take the kingdom from his hands and give it to David. So last week we said that all these imaginations 
are based on some foundation. Then I said first Samuel 17 as an example. When you wanted to know uh, who David was, we gathered that because David was from Judah and that the prophets have prophesied that the king will come from Judah, it could be the basis of the imagination and the bitterness. Brana ohinisol yeah, but when I went to him, I also thought that, um, you see, he has been told that he has been rejected by God twice already. First Samuel 13 from verse 12. First Samuel 13, 12. This is uh, what the scripture says. I thought... Now the Philistines will come down against me at Gagar, and I have not sought the Lord's favor, so I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering. And now, me say, a faith Philistine for the sign about me so Gilgar, and so me nyamini a radim pie, and I me share me hose me bo or share a for Verse 13 says that you have done a foolish thing, Samuel said. You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. If you had, he would have established your kingdom over Israel for all time. But now, your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. And appointed him ruler of his people because you have not kept the law's command. So the prophet who anointed him has also prophesied that God has rejected him as king. And so for him to hear the woman sing in praise of David, uh, that one was enough for him to shudder and then decide to go after David. Now, first Samuel 15, from 22, but for the sake of time, I'll just take 26 and 27. But Samuel said to him, I will not go back with you. You have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you as king over Israel. Uh, so you see in chapter 13, Samuel says that God will find another person and let him take 
um, your rulership. And then in chapter 15, he said, God has rejected you. So to hear the woman sing the praise of David, he just read in between the lines, says, what else is left but my throne? So we also said that offenses could be self-inflicted. It could just come out of jealousy and envy. But this evening I want to say that sometimes people are offended at God Himself. Now they feel offended and they think that God is the offender. When we finish from five, then this young man took his resource. He was really disappointed at the symbols. Now a strong Christian and a prayer warrior. So when he took his resource and he looked at his symbols. He just said, Does God exist? What is the answer? Yes. Yes. God exists. He is not dead. He is alive. But he feels so disappointed. He opened his mouth. He said, Does God exist? I heard it. And I looked at him. At that time, you can't just go to the person and say, God exists. He may not even understand you. That mood, you have to give him some kind of break for him to process what he has said. But God is still alive. I'm sure someone is listening to me who is also asking whether God is still alive. This kind of ill feeling against God, this kind of displeasure flows from a heart that is disappointed in God. Obviously, from lack of understanding of how God works or how they expected him to have acted. He acted contrary and they said, no, I'm disappointed in the Almighty himself. But I want to plead with you. Let us continually remain servants of the Mighty One. Despite the situation. Whether in good times or bad times. Our attitude should be an attitude of gratitude to the almighty God. Because he never promised that the road will be easy. He never promised us that the road will be easy. I've always said that there are certain facts of life that we as believers and as humans, we should eternalize. 
me ka de bia se ye wono me bi e wa brabo mu ase ye ye nipa yi ese se ye dwendwe ho e wo ye mu you have to internalize these things ese ye tisa no me ase that not all the people will love you hold it in your spirit and then let it be a principle that not all the people will love you. Not all the people will understand you, we have said. Now the big one. Disappointment is a major fact of life. And then this one. Bad things happen to good people. The fact that you are a good fellow does not mean that nothing evil or bad will ever happen to you. And that the world is not fair. You need to understand these things. Because your understanding of them will relieve you of some bitter feelings. Otherwise, you could be fighting everything and everyone, including God Himself. Job chapter 2. Now, from verse 7. Job 2 from 7. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. And inflicted Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. And a certain free Eurade enim koi na odi a kruboni kututu yob free in nine asse ekusina pampem. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. Now of Archimfrebi sir or the regina ho na otina and sumo. His wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. Now Niri Bisano say, What does Ukura Umudi Mwara? Do me nyanko pone we? I like this woman because she was specific. Curse God. And die. See, look at the woman's understand. Now the woman feels that what is going on is just coming from God. We don't have to spend time serving him and worshipping him the way you have been doing. Curse him and die. Shall we bow our heads and pray that God will forgive us for some of the things we have opened our mouths to say? That God, about God, the Almighty One, be careful of your heart. Be careful of your heart. What you are processing in your mind. Be careful that you don't see that the Almighty is against you. Amen. Amen. So, Verse 10. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. Some other versions say that he didn't sin with his mouth. And many times, the kind of things we say, God hears them. And that 
does not please him at all. I told you, be a normal year can you be no onyango ponte na ya enye na bojo. Now, one day Job had some questions for God. But his challenge was how to meet God and then so that he can actually ask him these questions. And Job representing many of us. Sometimes we are bitter and we think that God, if I actually met God, I will, I will ask him some questions. Then Job replied, I hope Jesus said, Even today my complaints is bitter. His hand is heavy in spite of my groaning. His hand is God's hand is referring to. If only I knew where to find him, that is God. If only I could go to his dwelling, that is God's dwelling. Oh, say Anka Minya Mehunu de Mehunu no no na makudru de nitrabrea. I will state my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. Yes, can you imagine that? Anka be mapping some arguments <laughs> I mean, against God. No. Anka Messi in a nim asenye na me bizebisano and sem arayi. I will find out what he would answer me and consider what he will say to me. Would he vigorously oppose me? No. He would not press charges against me. There the upright can establish their innocence before him. And there I will be delivered forever from my judge. But let's listen to verse 8. But if I go to the east, he is not there. If I go to the west, I do not find him. When he is at work, in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him. You see, he wanted to meet him. He says, I can't find him. Often times, people take offense at God. But because they cannot see God, to vent their anger on him, they displace it on anyone that is in the equation. I told you this story sometime. Fresh bride. And then fresh marriage. We just went home. And then the lady was misbehaving. <laughs> then the young man, all that he wanted to do, he felt like he was to Hit, hit, hit the woman. I said, 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 
But he said he just couldn't do it. Now so not so angry. Now so now he decided to just get out of the house. and he When he just opened the door, you saw a cat in front of of the. Uh, of the and he somewhere to walk Get away from here. What has the cat done to this young man? This is what we call displacement. They are angry at God. They can't find him. So if you are not careful and you are a pastor, you make any careless remark, then they, they attack you. Now Genesis 4 from verse 3. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the first born of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. Now, Habel also had the Nimu and Makai and the one, what Dory be, Ebemai, Neuradi, and he saw Habel and Nayaya dear. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. Now, so Cain and Nayaya dear, no dear. Now, so Cain was very angry. At who? And his face was downcast. Hmm. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but rule over it. Now this young man or this young man is offended. But just taking offense is not a sin. Now you can be displeased about anything. But when it turns into bitterness, can be very dangerous. So God gave him the hint that be careful. Sin is patching at your door. It is after you. Rule over it. Now the next verse. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Now Cain catched the Nunia say, I am quite a fool. Now Eba said, Well, what a fool? No, Cain, sorry, Tia Nunia Abel, na Okumuno. This is what we call displacement. What did the brother do to him? Was he the one to receive the offerings? No. But this Cain was angry at God. And he displaces that on the brother. Now, 
killed him. So the offense now turns into bitterness and then he kills someone. Now then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? So you can see from his reply that his anger is still at God. Let us all be careful. We can be bitter at the Almighty Himself. Because of the way we think He should have acted. See, like Israel traveling through the desert, it could be rough and sometimes tough. But we must learn to rest in God in all situations. And not to be like the unbelieving Israel. They praise God when things go well for them. They curse him when situations are adverse. I'll give you one example. When Israel had no water, you just look at their reaction. Numbers 20. Numbers 20 from verse 1. In the first month, the whole Israel community arrived at the desert of Zin. And they stayed at Kadesh. Then Miriam died and was buried. Israel fomunyina eba sing sreso bosomia edikan no mu na oman no tena kades na Miriam wo ho na wosie no ho ara. Now there was no water for the community and the people gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron. Now they gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron. But they are not the supply of water on the wilderness. They knew the person to attack but they didn't want to go to God. Then they displace it on Moses and Aaron. Na na insuo eniwo emma asafono na uchia tia Moses ne Aaron. They quarrelled with Moses and said, "If only we had died when our brothers fell dead before the Lord, why did you bring the lost community into this wilderness that we and our livestock should die here?" Na omano sim na omano eni Moses hame no wakase. Yes. Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to this terrible place? It has no grain or figs, grave wines or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. I'm sure this is the day that Moses, maybe even in heaven, does not want to remember. <laughs> now, when they had plenty to drink, listen to them. Numbers 21, verse 16. From verse 16. From there they continued to bear. The, the well where the Lord said to Moses, gather the people together 
and I'll give them water. Then Israel sang this song. We are going to sing. Bring <laughs> When there is water, they will sing. <laughs> when there is no water, they will fight. Yeah. Spring up, oh well. Sing about it. About the well that the princes dug, that the nobles of the peoples sank, the nobles with scepters and staffs. Then they went from the wilderness to Matana. So when there's plenty, they sing. It is this attitude of the earth that made them prone to the worship of Baal. Because Baal is supposed to be the goddess of fertility. So they always want to live in that kind of life. So that is why Israel was always tempted to worship this Canaanite god called Baal. A particular god called Baal. Yeah, because she was the goddess of fertility. So it they were always tempted to worship the God who will make them fertile, prosper them, give them all that they want at any time. But we need to be content in all situations. Paul says to the church in Philippi, now who brought him some gifts when he was in prison? Philippians 4 verse 10. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your consent for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. And so many jikasia wa eradimu se mu free asiari jinime hon mu jinime hon nan so winya hokwai. I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. And yes, uyenti and American ye. If we say media, Messiah said, I sit in a beer and one, me one, me peniso, no mama not do me so. Let us learn to be content, whatever the circumstances. Mumiensuas, I sit in a beer, your woman, a bedoyen. So I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Minim Ambrasia, Naminim Akunkusem de Enso, Bribiara, Ne Nomina Akokwame, Ome, Ne Akom, Ne Akunkusem, and here de me to me a dinina ye, dear Oshamedino Emu. Be careful. Guard your heart. His grace is sufficient for you. Even in your weakness. Even in your ailments. You have been thrown out of your matrimonial home. You have prayed and prayed, yet 
This has been the result. But guard your heart. Watch your mouth. His grace is sufficient for you. At the end, you orchestrate everything to your advantage. Does God exist? So, our God is alive. He never promised us that the road is going to be easy. But the promise is when you are in the waters, I will be with you. At the end of the day, he will bring you out safe and secure. In him. I hope you are not offended at against God. Because he's your strength and your redeemer. Let us watch our mouth when we are displeased about situations. Let us guard our heart so that we don't become like Cain. Avenging his brother. I pray that you watch over your heart. Watch over your mouth. Be careful what you think about. Our God is still alive. Shall we rise in prayer? Maybe you are here. You are even disappointed. Because you prayed. You think that God didn't give you the right man. You are contemplating divorce. You are telling yourself you careless. If they throw me out of the church, I will go. I will leave this man. Stop going to church. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Be very, very careful. Be careful. Be careful. Just some patience. Just some endurance. God will show up. Let us love him. Not because of what we receive from him. But because he's our father. Praise God. Shall we pray? Shall we pray? Oh, 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 oh